If Peter Piper pecked him, I bet a biggie bust him. He probably tried to fuck him. I told him not to trust him. Lyrically, I dust him off like pledge. Hit heart like sledgehammers. Bitch with that platinum grammar. I am a diamond cluster hustler. Queen bitch, supreme bitch. Kill us bigger for my nigga by any means, bitch. Murder scene, bitch. Clean bitch. Disease free, bitch. Check it. I write a rhyme. Melt your mouth like M&M's. Roll with the mafia. Remember them? Tell them when I used to mess with gentlemen. Straight up apostles. Now strictly niggas that jostle. Kill a nigga for the figure. How you figure? Your cheddar would be better. Beretta inside of Beretta. Nobody do it better. Bet I wet you like hurricanes and typhoons. Got buffoons eating my pussy while I watch cartoons. Oh. Ooh, okay. Okay. All right now. Yes. Look at that. Shout out to the original Queen Bee face. We got a rapper, we got a vocalist, and we got Clifton. <laughs> <laughs> we love Clifton Charles all day. Every- and we have a vocalist. Who knew? <laughs> <laughs> you remember when um, uh, uh, Dion Warwick was on the interview and and they said, uh, we are the world and all these talented artists and Latoya Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes, from the Daily Show. I remember that as she snickered. <laughs> oh, good times. Poor good Latoya. Time. Poor Latoya. You are, you are 50 and faking it. All you have is height and mouth. Height. Not height, height. Mimi. <laughs> Mimi, you're a big bully. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Like, I want to the ghost. I want to rewatch that show, but it's just the fact that he who shall not be named hosts that show. And I'm just like, ugh. Like, can I just get an edit where he's not even in it? I just want to watch the fights. Like, that's all. <laughs> I don't want to see his ass. Just look for the clips on YouTube. You can get the clips on YouTube of just all the shit without him. Yeah. The real shit. Toxic. What did uh, Warwick call Brandy a hussy? She called Brandy Glanville a hussy. She no, is Br- a hussy. Brandy wasn't on that season. <laughs> Brandy wasn't on she that season. Somebody a hussy. She called um shit. I think she called that one model hoe, that model chick. Um, Hope. She called Hope a hussy. Yes, yes. And she probably is. I don't know who the, the fuck. Long hair is, brunette broad. Yes. Yeah. Because I think Brandy was on the season with Kenya and um, Vivica. When Vivica was like toxic trick. Oh, yes, yes. And that was the last We're, season with 45 on there. And, and then, Vivica looked like James Earl Jones last night. <sighs> well, before we get started on the bullshit. It was not good. Welcome to another episode of Peaches, Diamonds, and Champagne on oh my. My oh name my. is Clifton. But this week I am... Um, the fresh crisp apples in New York. Mm, okay. Well, this is your boy Rasan, and I am a bitch who is not gonna get hit by anything in my damn face. Okay. <laughs> and just sit there. Shit. <laughs> and this is Brianna, and I hope that I have the carefree spirit of Luann and Sonia when I am on AARP. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, how's everybody doing today? 
hot. Yeah. It's burning up in, in Brooklyn. It's hot as it's hot. Burn it up. My heart is like, hot is like burning up. Yes. <laughs> I'm fine. I was in college when that song came out. Because I'm actually was, very grown. That was the cut though. That'll that don't that don't make them beats like them freeway beats back in the day. Hmm. It was really an era. A time. Mm-hmm. A time. That was a good ass summer of music too. Summer 2002 and summer 2003 were like bangers at the bangers at the bangers at the bangers. Because you got A. Marie in 02. Then you got, of course, Beyonce's. Well, technically, work it out was the, the debut, but that always gets kind of like, you know, swept under the rug. Um, but you got <sighs> Crazy in Love, and then you had Motherfucking So Gone, and then you had, um, Oh my God! Just so the era. Yeah, get low. Mm-hmm. And production-wise, it was really the height of the Neptunes era too. Mm-hmm. So, and that was everybody. Uh, you had Eagle drop down and get you, flap your wings. Mm-hmm. Hot in here. Mm. Milkshake. Even justified milkshake. Brittany. Everybody was so up many. on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, those yeah. are the days. And then Kalindria Roland had her little solo hit. Well, it it, it went it went triple platinum in my house though. The um so <laughs> so Harry's got the same her hands as Marilyn. That one? No, girl, can't nobody. Their lives was just stole. That was be- the stole was better than can't nobody. I can't nobody. That was my shit. Can't nobody's good, but st- stole stole's a cut, okay? Girl. Stole is a cut from 20 feet away. <laughs> 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 Kelly's wig was stiff, but it was Girl. a cut. Kelly, Kelly, Reba McIntyre, and Mary J. Blige all got their wig from the same lady during that era. Heavenly. Oh. it's been a lot going on on these bravo streets before we get into the bravo streets andrew cohen let's talk about these bravo con prices for a moment because honestly i was really tempted to go and i looked at these prices and i was like ain't no way in hell that i flew all the way to new york and went to wrestlemania met my favorite wrestlers got my belt signed and everything and still pay less to go to Bravo Pond at the the not even the top tier. The I'm top going to go see Beyonce. I'm going to go see Beyonce, and the Beyonce ticket was less than to go to Bravo Con. Andy, did the, did the VIP include a room? Does the VIP allow me to throw a drink at somebody or flip a table? Are you gonna have are you gonna have Kelly Dodd standing there and I could just like throw a drink in her face and say Black Lives Matter bitch? I'll pay money for that. You gonna throw some drinks in Teresa? Throw the whole table at her? Okay, like for that cost <laughs> shit. I mean the general I- admission said five hundred something and it said what? you general admission five hundred something and you might have an option to buy tickets to go to the watch what happens live. So you get some shit on general, but you have to pay more to, to do a Watch What Happens Live actual fucking show. 
Yeah, my WrestleMania ticket did not cost that much. I might just go that weekend just to go to Vegas and see if I run into these hoes, but whatever. You might run into some like Summer House or some Vanderpump folks. And I don't. I, I wouldn't strip, even know. I would not know a Summer House person if they rocked oh, right next. I to only me. know the black ones. That's it. I wouldn't know them either. <laughs> yeah. I was fin- I was watching that today. I took a mental health day because, girl, ooh, ooh, I do not. Anybody, any of my SSRI sisters out there, when you that with that wean off, when you wean off for one before they put you on the other one, if you work a stressful ass job, girl, girl, because the real me was about to pop out on the phones today. Somebody who kept trying and they kept rambling on. It was like. I got the call. I thank you for calling. My name is Clifton. How may I help you? Like talking hella fast. And I'm just like, okay, I'm going to give you like two minutes before I can jump in. The five minutes came in and I just slipped up and I said, ma'am, who am I speaking with? And how can I help you? What is the question? <laughs> and then, and then like, and it just kept going. I was like, ma'am, what is the question? And then she kept going. I said, ma'am, I'm going to have to stop you. And then after that, I was like, okay. And then like, I just felt like I had like two, I felt like I had two stilettos stepping on my forehead. And it was just, I was like, okay, let me close these blinds, drink this water, and I'm going to go lay down. And I feel, I feel better. Like, it's still kind of a little, a little bit fuzzy. So forgive me, listeners, if I don't sound so perky cheerleader awake, or if I sound a little tired. Your girl's been Big going Bird through it for a couple of weeks. Today. I know. I got my Big, little swoop. I got my pink. Big um, got a fallout boy on. Okay. I got my pink <laughs> Wentz swoop. I used to have a crush on Pete Wentz. I used to think he was so fine. I forget that he's black. But I just remember them leaked pictures. I was like, oh, he black. <laughs> <laughs> but The um, hair texture always gives it away, just like with Bryn. With who? Bryn Whitfield from uh, Roni. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I forget. What? Now that I'm, I'm, I'm looking at it, looking at her right now, and I'm like, oh, shit. Not me not clocking that from the... See, that's, that's this why you are a... Per- oh, ladies and gentlemen, listeners, Brianna is a permanent cast member of our podcast because this woman right here when I say attention to detail, if you look up if you look up attention to detail in a book, her picture will be right there. This woman pays attention to things down. Cause you know, Rasan likes to drink. I like to eat edibles. So, you know, we we be we be, you know, a little a little forgetful of, of our things. But oh, what, you, what are you trying to say? Girl, I'm trying to say that she's I'm better. That stoner that somehow manages to keep it all together. Yes. I, I want to get on your level. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good, um, right here. Yeah. Tipsy, tipsy Lane. I'll be right here. For anyone <laughs> that did not know, Bryn Whitfield is Black Irish like Mariah Carey. Oh, okay. I got I got plenty to say about, about Roni when we get there. Um, but how was your week? You know, I have been uh, unemployed for the last few months. So when you speak about depression and, 
you know, having to take those days and get your mind right, I completely understand. So I spent the day following up on uh, some interviews and really trying to remain optimistic about things and um, enjoying pleasant distractions. Sometimes you got to have a pleasant distraction because if you just sit here and keep stewing in it and stewing in it and stewing in it, you're going to go crazy. Amen. And my pleasant distractions are always over six feet two and well hung. So that helps Ooh. a lot. I know that's right. Yeah. yeah. Mom, I told you not to listen. The background the other day. What was that? <laughs> I saw him in the background the other day. <laughs> oh, Ooh. you did. You did. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Now, how are you doing, Rasan? I am safe and I have what I need. <laughs> that Amen. is your trademark. Look, EBB Ashanama, honey. Ooh. I have food. I got my liquor. I got my edibles. My cable bill is paid. So I hey. got everything. Look, Miss, <laughs> Miss Xfinity ain't taking shit from you. Mm-mm. It's, it's Miss AT&T, assholes, titties, and tricks. not titties and tricks (laughs) oh gosh so let's talk about these streets these streets this week have been so much and if it wasn't for miss brianna i would have missed some details about these streets um let's start off with um let's go down to georgia lanethia's son (sighs) And, you know, we would have thought that after she didn't embarrass him on the show, when she was like, you don't take the trash out. You know who calls the Mary? You know who does this? I do that. This is Bryson or Brent with two Ts? Uh, Bryson. Because Brent Brent is the younger one. So Bryson got hot. Brent with two Ts. Yeah. Because two T's is who Bryson said he was when he yes. got caught. He got oh, caught. Shame. He got caught with fentanyl. And then there was a vi- there's a picture that one of the blogs posted of him at a table. I- I'm not a drug person, so you know, I don't know if they were like lying it up or what, but like it just I'll just say this as, as the as the auntie that I am. He was doing some shit he had no business doing in that picture. I'll say that. That picture was very incriminating. Fentanyl is often uh, used in cocaine. Mm-hmm. That's how okay. it's been ingested. Mm-hmm. It's actually what was the cause of death for Robert De Niro's grandson recently. Oh he ingested gosh. fentanyl, and that's how he died. Hmm. Yeah, it's not a game. And you know, I work in nightlife on the weekends, and I, I always get concerned when I be seeing the girls going into the bathroom two by two and three by three. I'm like, all right now. Don't get none on you. But also, if you're gonna if you're gonna do that stuff, make sure your stuff is right. Cause the girls is getting, they getting the girls. And it's just like, you know, I'm not trying to shame or or sound like a mama, but you know, you gotta be careful in these streets. And for you to get busted with that, knowing who your mama is, and you know, like the part that that astounds me is just like, I know just from watching the show that Nini will do anything for those boys. 
anything. She will put them on. She will find them a job. She will do anything for those boys. So that's the part that I'm looking at this and I'm just like, first of all, why are you going to do your... And then you're going to use your brother's name? Like, what the fuck? Like, were you were you high? You just forgot your name? Like, what? Maybe I don't... Brent has better credit. He probably do. Sure he, he, he ain't does, got no kids. He doesn't have any children. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you know, it's 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 been it's been a tough couple of months for Miss Leaks because you know the the lounge ain't open no more. And Even now Wyatt you, has to sing "If Only You Knew" in the park now. And and now your son is cutting up. And you know, I know she taught him not to go to the store and steal, but um, <laughs> you know, oh okay, he, but he he be at the club and smoke. That's what he does, okay. girl. I, it's just it's just really unfortunate. And you know what else is unfortunate? Fucking in Potomac, Miss Cookie Monster Deborah really trying to stretch this this ten minutes. She's really trying. She this bitch got on Instagram and did like the Kim Bella. I'm still pretty with um, you know, showing her face and everything like that. And I'm like, girl, how many filters you put on this motherfucker? Not nearly enough. Like. And, you know, I have nothing against um, cosmetic procedures, but when you do it, make sure you do them right or make sure you go to the right person. Because whoever did her face, I don't know. It's giving, doctor. it's giving botched. Look, it's Vivica's face is bad work on top of worse work. She De needs to go talk Deborah to Terry. Deborah looks like Susie. If Thuthi got some work done, that's Deborah. Evil tethered. Evil tethered, okay. Thuthi wants to get out of a glass of Tardinay. Shit. All right. <laughs> Say that five times in a row. Thuthi wants a glass of Tardinay. <laughs> <laughs> Evelyn bullied the fuck out of her. Wait, it's okay. Then bully the fuck out of everybody. Now the bitch that went all I'm Not too good. And now she coming back once um OG gone. And you know, even though OG kind of irked my nerves a little bit though, OG when OG had Evelyn fucking shook with the text messages, I was like, that's how you clear a bitch. But I didn't I know this is a housewife show, but I just got one last thing to say about the basketball wife shit. I still didn't like how that did her though. That was fucked up. Did who, OG? Yeah, having her sit in a different they ain't talking about she's too aggressive. Go by. Y'all done had many seasons of this fucking bitch throwing bottles and doing all this shit, but she's too aggressive. Okay. Evelyn I ran see. across a table mm -hmm. with a bottle in her hand. Mm -hmm. But OG's too aggressive. Tammy done snatched Evelyn up multiple times, but, <laughs> you know. Mm. But back to the Potomac Evelyn ain't going to do shit but cry about this headbutt again. She's going to bring it up. I'm a hush on that. Um, but back to mm. the Potomac thing, I was watching <laughs> the fight video again, and I noticed more things than the last time I watched it. Um, so, and there, were, there was like a detailed layout on one of the Bravo blogs I follow. Um, so Deborah threw the drink 
first Deborah had a situation with Candace and somebody got a video of them going back and forth arguing. Then it was the drink thrown from Deborah onto Kiana. Now see, hmm. y'all bitch, like, see, Teresa, all you little white girls, we don't we don't play that shit. You throw a drink on us, it's going down. You know, it'll be your last. It'll be your last motherfucking day well, standing. I hope you, do, I hope you hit me right in the face because it'll be the last throw you got, girl. And you know, and of course, the white Bravo <laughs> fans are all like, <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, girl. And then so then the petty of me, but Twitter wanted to fucking block me yesterday. I couldn't post shit on Twitter for like twelve hours because I saw somebody post that, and I was like, but won't you just? Fangirl and Tamara for throwing the napkin on Miss Girl. So is it never is it, forget Tamara mm-hmm. threw a full glass of wine in Gina Keo's face while Sandy stood beside her. Mm-hmm. I thought this was supposed to be a classy event. Ain't no, there's no such thing as a classy event on Housewives. Not a no. single one. Exactly, not a single one. That's the thing. They all act out. They act out in different ways, but they all cut up. Um. So yeah, that's what happened with that. And then Sharice in this, Sharice then went to Giselle's garage sale and stole one of her wigs and plopped it on her head. (laughs) One of Cal's discards. Girl, that wig looks like the (laughs) Carla Purdy wig. Blonde and blonde, okay. It, it was giving very witness protection. I mean, it's it's not bad, but it's a step her, up. But her drunk ass gonna have that shit shifted all the way to the floor, okay? <laughs> she gonna be like, she gonna be like grandma in that wreck me out the plastic shit where the wig came off, okay? That's what her shit gonna look like, okay? <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um side notes. Are y'all well I know Rasan doesn't go to the movies. Um Brianna, are you gonna go to the Barbie movie? I'm gonna wait for it to stream. I'm well, not ready to go back to the movies. I feel you. I think <laughs> I think it's just because I'm so sick of being in my damn house because I work up in this motherfucker that like any moment that like I have to get out the house, I try to like grab it and run with it. So, like, my friends are never going to all be in our little pink and have brunch and go to the movie on Sunday. It's going to be cute. I'm not watching that other movie, though, but, you know. <laughs> the, the, the... Oppenheimer. Thank you. I was about to call it the fucking popcorn. I want to go see Oppenheimer. Definitely. I was about to call it the damn popcorn man. What's the popcorn man's name? Orville, Orville Redenbacher. Redenbacher. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, gosh. So, um, Garcelle was on Watch What Happens Live, and they were asking about the um, the bot situation. And Garcelle, girl, I love you down, but now it's getting to the point where it's like, shit, get off the pot. Say it or just leave it alone. Like, I don't, what are you, like, you keep kind of like alluding that you're going to say it, but now well, that she did say Diana's name. She did. And oh. then, you know, pithily said, oops, I said I wasn't going to say it and sipped her drink. 
I think it was her. I honestly, I, I think it because it's like because you notice how Diana was like, I'm I'm going to do a um a um an investigation and da 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 da, da. but then she got the chop, and then Rena got the chop. So I really think it was between Rena and and Diana. Diana did not do it because, as you remember, she mm. said numerous times, pencil, 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 pencil. That that excludes her from the equation, obviously. <laughs> so who do you who, who do you think did it? I really don't give a fuck anymore. Like it's it's so tired. <laughs> it's just like, girl, you really could have struck on the iron tide and just said it, and that would have been perfect to go into the next season with, but. I am very sorry it happened, but this ain't my damn kid. I do not even care anymore. So much shit has happened since then in the Bravo universe. Yes. So much. I think what's good to see is that her son seems to be doing well, and he doesn't seem to be too adversely affected from what happened. That's really what matters. And Lisa was at some other event. I don't know what it was. It looked like maybe an Iowa convention Mm -hmm. or maybe something in Idaho one of the Dakotas, but um, <laughs> the people in the audience look rough. Um, <laughs> they asked her, that somebody asked her and said, let's talk about the boss. Do you, what do you think is going on with it? Because Garcia was on the Watch It Happens Live. And Lisa said, you know, I think I already forgot what she said. What was she saying? That, uh, Brianna, shit. I didn't know that she had an appearance anywhere and said anything about it. I haven't really followed her. She basically said that, you know, it's it's not anybody on the show. Not but anybody from the cast. And so she basically, she thinks it's maybe some random stalker person that stalks all the Beverly Hills housewives. A man from California, yes. Concord, California, yes, yes. <laughs> not Concord, California. She knows so much. Yeah, girl. <laughs> Bye, Renatuli. Okay. Not conquered. Yeah, of all the places, y'all cutting up up north. Shit, girl. Between this, why heat? not Oxnard? <laughs> Downey. Oh, it's so, it's so, it's so. Never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, you said Downey, girl. <laughs> Carson, okay. Shit. Lake Merced. <laughs> Someone in Lake Elsinore. Stockton. <laughs> Modesto. Salinas. Okay. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> so then these. All right, so we got into that. Um, let's get into these shows. Uh, what show did y'all want to go over first? Um, I think it might be nice to start with the newest edition, which is the Real Housewives of New York. Yes. I what did you what did y'all think about it? It was good. I have concern, but it was good. Okay. I loved it. It I was I loved it. I live in New York. I love that no one lives on the Upper East Side. That really says a lot about who the cast is. And I love that there's Brooklyn representation. Yes, because I remember the Brooklyn representation on the original one 
was always in like a, a negative way. Whenever they went to Brooklyn or Harlem. They used to shame the hell out of Alex. Uh-huh. Like the first season that Alex lived I just don't want to go Brooklyn. to Brooklyn. I don't eat in Brooklyn. Even though Bethany lived in like a tiny apartment, she was still the shit because of where it was located. Hmm. Mm, mm, mm. So let's, do you want to go run down by girl by girl? Or do you want to do in order of what sure. happened or girl by girl? Okay. Um. So... We can do the taglines too, because I thought that, you know, by and large, they were actually solid for the group. Okay, we can do the taglines. Go ahead, girl. Okay. Let me just. Well, did you have any favorites um, while I'm pulling them up? Were there any uh, girls that really stood out to you from first view? Jenna and Bryn. Just Jenna. She's a weird <laughs> um, I I really, I have to say, I really liked uh, Cy. I like Bryn. Um, the only person I think that I might have an issue with, I love Uba, of course. She's yeah. related to Chanel and Ayan. How could we not? But um, I don't know. I think Aaron might get on my nerves later in the season. But um, starting with the taglines... We have Bryn, who says, I love to laugh, but make me mad, and I'll date your dad. I hate it. <laughs> you love it. I love it. I think it, I love it because it references to something that happens in the season. Um, I just think it's really carefree. I love it. I love it. I love it. And yeah, you know, it also harkens back to me to the baddest bitch who once said, and I'd probably fuck your daddy if your mammy wasn't playing hating. So I like it. Yes. A sermon. A word. We, we have Aaron who says, I'm a true New Yorker. The only bull I'll take is by the horns. I hate it. Don't really like this one. I'm not. No. I'm not a fan of. I do not like when people reference where they're at. Just say something. You don't have to say when you're in uh, Los Angeles, downtown Los Angeles. But, but just say what's something else. Don't give me the location. I don't need it. We know what show it is. In Shit. this town. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, and that's. That's the thing right there, Clifton. I feel like she's going to be the Kyle of the show. And that is why I'm already annoyed with her. With her Jennifer Aniston looking uh, ass. And she's 35. She's, she's younger than me. She got married to her husband when she was 25 and they've been married 10 years. She was 35 what year? <laughs> In 2008, <laughs> look, I'm just telling you with the lady. Because how are you? Screen. How are you younger than me, but you look like Jennifer Aniston, who's older than me? And Jennifer and Aniston is not a. She is. She's not an ugly woman, but it is. I knew it was coming. And Jenna Lyons. 
My lashes may be fake, but I definitely keep it real. I love her. I love her. After but... watching the interview on The View, I got the lashes a bit more. I was, at first, I was like, really? Okay. So what what, what, what happened now, on now The I View? Get... What did she say on The View? Well, she, she talked about her genetic disease that she got from birth where her teeth are fake, her hair is fake. She basically got a wig. Okay, her she didn't really grow with lashes or eyebrows. So, oh, wow. Yeah. Um, and she was, I guess, patchy at birth, a lot of skin patchiness or something like that, redness, something like that. But um, yeah, she uh, she got a hookup with some lashes and she started doing her own lash line so that it wouldn't be all tarantula-ish like Candace and people like that. It's called Incontinentia pigmenti. Boom. The uh, disease she has. Um, I actually, I met both Jenna Lyons and uh, Sai once just working in New York in optical. And I don't have anything bad to say about either of them. They were both really lovely people. Um, moving on to someone who does not strike me as a lovely person, Jessel Tank. <laughs> I always Girl, bring the flavor. The it's just, not my fault you don't have any taste. Ramona, did Ramona like say that? This. Did Ramona say that already? Ramona said something about uh, being an acquired taste. I'm an acquired that was hers. So if you don't, some acquire some taste. Something like exactly. that. Exactly. I like <laughs> Jessel's, and I think I like it because she says it with that English accent. And it just elevates it in a way that Ramona's upstate it, New York never would. It's a Dorit. She's from Delaware. Okay. No, she's really from overseas. No, she's really British. <laughs> she's, and, she's not Dorit. And, so she's, and she's finna Absolutely. be single soon. I'm, I'm calling her now. That man gonna leave her. We'll We'll get to that. Because I, I definitely, I took a big note on that. You and I probably say the mm -hmm. same thing. And then we have Cy De Silva. In New York, there's a lot of bad apples, but I'm the baddest of the bunch. <laughs> Look, those words, they flow. You can't, you can't take flow. that away. That's a good first line. That is a good first line. It references the apples. It's not as look at me where I am, like Aaron's. Rasan <laughs> hates it. I don't I don't hate it. It's it's not bad. It's 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 clever. It's I'm 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 you know what? I I keep thinking that they're seasoned, okay? Uh, there it's 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 whatever for first season shit. Okay. And finally, Uba Hassan. The secret ingredient, darling, it's me. This gives very Ava Gabor of Green Acres. Mm -hmm. So I really like that. Um, and I think she has a hot sauce line as well. So yeah. that's a tie into her marketing. So um, our, cause I read somewhere that her and Ayan are like distant cousins. They're cousins on their mother's side. Okay. She talked about it on Watch What Happens Live. I would love, 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 love a cameo. She said that uh, Chanel told her to be herself 
and to not say anything about them that she wouldn't say to them. That's actually good housewives advice. Like if you if you're gonna if you're gonna play the game, you gotta just be yourself because the thing about it is the be fans honest. the fans can clock a fake bitch. And the fans can clock a bitch that's trying to play up to the fans and not be their authentic self, Heather. Um you know, we we could we could see through the bullshit. For the taglines, let me just say that they're all pretty good, but they just sound recycled from shit I've heard before. What you just said about Uba, it just sounds like Kenya's right now. You know, if you think I'm the culture, honey, I am the culture. It sounds reminiscent, and I'm like, okay, sounds like they heard these the Joneses and revised it. <laughs> I don't keep up with the Joneses. I, I am. am the Joneses. When I step into a room, I own it. <laughs> if it doesn't make me money, I don't do it. I don't do it. Period. Okay. I may be. <laughs> I may be small. Who? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> my empire keeps growing. <laughs> Shit. I can do this all night. Okay. <laughs> Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> I believe I received. <laughs> I got so the New York dolls. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so, what are you? What are your thoughts on the New York girls? I think they're going to be a really fun group to watch. Um, I think that Jessel's husband is definitely cheating on her. Oh, definitely. man is going to go to Vietnam for an indetermined amount of time and you can't come. Uh, uh, uh. And you have small children. Well, also, white too. Furniture. White furniture? Girl, the part that had me weak was when Bran was comparing Jessel's children to size children. She was like, I see size children, you know, my ovaries, they want they want to react, but then I see Jessel's kids and I'm just like, mm. and I was like, girl, you better watch how you talk about these people's kids. They're going to get your ass, but <laughs> but it was true though. It's true. I think Jessel is a complete control freak. She talks to her husband like he's her valet. Um, it doesn't seem like she really likes him more than she does. She seems eternally annoyed by Pavit. And saying, I became his friend, figured out everything that was wrong with him, what did fixed she do? it, and then married him. That's yeah, what she said that was very condescending that she said that. What she said did that she I was like, She um she went to she went to she graduated in fashion marketing or fashion design in Did London. She have a job? And yes, she worked for NPR for a long time. Mm -hmm. She worked for Michael oh. Kors. Uh, and when she says that she had to get him last looks, that's the final page in Vogue magazine. So that's a big piece of real estate to get for a designer. All right, good for her. 
But yeah, that man going he gonna leave her. Like when I was watching, I was like, ooh. And then like the they sh- I don't know if it was a preview or if it was like a glimpse into like what's gonna happen later. But when um when Jenna was talking with with Jessel and Jessel was she was talking about having a threesome or like that, and Jenna was like, I don't think having a threesome would be the best way to break a year and a half of no sex. I was like, oh. Okay. Y'all went that long without having yeah. sex. The writing yeah. is on the wall. I feel I feel like that I feel like that lady on Instagram with the chalkboard behind her. I said, if you and your man ain't having sex <laughs> in this song of a period, the writing is on the wall. It's on the wall, baby. <laughs> And I think we can kind of sense that just from the beginning of the episode when we see Jessel going to meet Sai and Bren at Sai's place. And she already seems very uptight, mm-hmm. but she's still ready to stir the pot when it comes to instigating the drama between the girls. She's a Girl, the kids <laughs> is bad as shit. I, I want to look at them, but coach one shit down. You know, like you don't you don't have to spank kids. You just you just have to talk to your teach sometimes. Sometimes just a good talking to the teachers doesn't go somewhere, sit down. Sit down. They have been touching shit. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That was perfect birth control. Now, this whole dinner with the cheese situation, I guess. They had another girl was supposed to be on the show. I didn't I didn't get the girl's name, but I guess she had some Yes, that was uh the cast member who was a uh matchmaker. Oh. She was a Zionist and the mm-hmm. issue happened off camera uh between her and Bryn when she said that she wouldn't, you know, be able to hook Bryn up with anyone because she really believed in keeping you know, the bloodlines clean, basically. And Bren said to her that, how is that any different from what Nazis say? And apparently um, the woman's husband was on the line and it sounded like he said the full N-word because Bren said it, even though Bren is half N-word. Mm-hmm. And they went to production and said, oh, she's going to try to say, I said this, we're leaving the show. Since Bryn is half, she should only be able to say girl or guh. (laughs) 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 I'm full blood right here. (laughs) Shit. Um, I really, I don't, I understand the one cast member that was problematic was there at that party, but I do not like talking about shit that's not even gonna be shown. I hate yeah. it. Cause I need more context about this fucking stupid ass cheese. Cause I can Cause tell, I it looks like they probably were filming for quite some time. Cause they had, they had footage ready to talk about like people's backgrounds and things and th- stuff like that. So it looks like they probably were already recording for about like a month before we got to this part, but you know, I feel like they still kind of did a good job of like editing it out, but still kind of making it like I'm not watching the show 
and looking at these girls and feeling like, okay, y'all co-workers. Like, when I look at Atlanta, co-workers. When I look at other cities, co-workers. But, like, I feel like these girls actually do know each other outside of the show. They acknowledge that they are aware of each other mm-hmm. and that they're coming together to do it. And that's very refreshing as well yeah. because it's it's not quite breaking the fourth wall, but it's kind of peeking behind the curtain yeah. and letting you know we're not going to have them pretend that they are the closest of friends. Some yeah. of them know each other. Some of them have gotten closer. I think they did a good job of tying the whole beef into the restaurant which was catched by the way (laughs) Uh, that it was because Bryn and Cy blew off the dinner because they didn't want to go to catch and then they went to Cipriani and posted the pictures on Instagram (laughs) and it was kind of an ongoing thing on Watch What Happens Live that they wouldn't be seen there so I think that as a cast they know how to come together and really like make the narrative. Now on Watch What Happens bad. Live, did they say the restaurant's name on there? No. 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 They didn't. Mm. That's just uh, what and a they, lot of and people they, and they blurp the, they bleep their, their mouth too. I was like, oh girl. Blurp. Yes, girl. <laughs> if if I was drinking, I would be taking a sip, but I'm drinking water today. Uh, now what did we think of uh, overall everyone who we have which is Jessel who works in fashion who lives in Chelsea who is Indian from England we have Uba who is uh, Somali who lives on the Upper West Side we have Aaron who is Jewish who is a mother who lives in Tribeca Sai, who is Afro-Latina and lives in Brooklyn. Bryn, who is biracial and lives in Chelsea. And Jenna, of course, the boss bitch. bitch her motherfucking Soho. apartment. Oh, I want it. I want that damn apartment. I love her apartment. Like that apartment, apartment. That apartment is me. Like I was looking at that. I was like, God damn. If I had all them shoes, well, granted, I don't wear heels, but if I had that access to so much, like, clothing, like, uh, and just, like, the aesthetic of the place was a vibe. The part that had me weak, though, was when they were talking about um, orgasms, and Aaron was like, oh, my man wants to make sure that I come before I do, and the fucking um, the chef was being nosy as hell. The chef was me. And the cameraman caught that shit too, because the chef, the chef was like, "Say what now?" Like, <laughs> uh, what I liked about the show was there was there was drama, but it was nice, light housewives petty drama that I feel like all the franchises are missing right now because every other franchise has gotten so dark and deep with shit that. I guess they feel like they can't be light again because they're so used to being so deep in the dark bullshit that um, it's just, it, you know, a lot of the girls feel like they have to keep that going or bring up infidelities or bring up this or bring up that 
granted, this is only episode one. I feel like we're going to get some infidelities and some shit later on. Some shit's about to go down. Shit always goes down. It's, you guys. it's, it's only light and petty because it's brand new. Because yeah. we've known all these other bitches so damn long. So we're going to know more shit as it comes out. Okay, so well, right Salt now, Lake, Salt Lake, Salt Lake got deep control. by season two. Right. We got to I even more. remember the early what New York was very okay. boring at the beginning. We watched them play tennis for several episodes and argue about tennis matches. Yeah. This is, I think what I feel about this too is someone who is now 40, who mm. started watching the original New York when I was in my 20s living in New York, I age out of those women in that way because I don't want accessibility to that because that doesn't reflect my New York. Mm -hmm. I've dealt with and served a lot of those people professionally on the Upper East Side. While they were living that existence, there's a whole other world going on and this reflects that more. Someone like Sai, who is Afro-Latina, who grew up in Flatbush, now owning a home in Dumbo is big. Talking about a doobie wrap for your hair on mm. Roni is huge. They let you know immediately that this is gonna be different. Even if we do fall into that staleness, it's not gonna be what it was before. Yeah. It's just nice to see them not, cause I feel like the original Roni really leaned heavily on trying to they're like, oh, like, because, you know, Orange County was like, oh, you like the OC? You like Laguna Beach? Here you go. Um, Roni was like, oh, you like Sex in the City? Here you go. Um, New Jersey. Oh, you like the Sopranos? Here you go. Like, you know, it was, I feel like at the time, they were really trying to find a housewife's equivalent to fill in a void that a television show at that what, time. What was Atlanta? What was Atlanta? You like Fat Albert? What you got? What is it? Not Fat Albert. <laughs> well, no. I, at the, what, what year did ATL come out? The movie. Maybe it's you like Tyler Perry. There you go. You like Tyler Perry. You like ATL. Boom. I got something to say, real quick. Go ahead. Um, I know the fan favorite is Bryn. I'm. I'm. I've got my eye on her. I'm not. She's not my fan favorite. Um, I'm Jenna's my fan favorite, but as for Brand, you know, we say she's biracial. Her black side was not showing. How are you gonna sit on your outside clothes on somebody's bed and put your feet on the bed? Shoes. That part. And why are you try putting on, on my clothes? Try on a bitch's clothes. Why are you putting okay? on my clothes? I didn't like trying on don't clothes. Don't touch my goddamn. Don't Girl, touch anything. Because you clothes. could tell. You could tell. I could tell. Jenna was probably in, in, in her head. She's like. Motherfucking bitch. But she's you know, like, she, I gotta take that shit dry clean tomorrow, bitch. Okay. But she was probably like, you know what? Let me not let me not tell them about themselves on camera. But yeah. Yeah, I think she's really irritated. She really tried to have a nice evening for everyone. I think the questions were a good idea, considering that she's not the best at small talk and they don't really know each other. I think this is what um what's her name wanted to do on black summer house jasmine but didn't oh, really girl. have the um you know sophistication of the jenna lions to pull it off in such a beautiful way i just got to where the white boyfriend got into the house on the black summer house and it's getting real messy i'm, I'm behind but oh, Simon. It, girl 
between between him and homeboy that pooped in the toilet and left it there. Phil. Was there a reunion? Did they did they record a reunion for that? They didn't do a reunion. What the fuck, Andy? Because I I had I, I wanted But so- they had a two part below deck reunion that aired on Watch What Happens Live. That I did not watch. Nor did I. Nor did I. <laughs> You know, I, I really wish the cheese shit could have, I could have seen a glimpse of that because it made Aaron look like a lunatic going off about this fucking stupid ass cheese and saying, come with me, come, let's go talk, let's go talk. You sound like, you sound like Renee from Mob Wives, bitch, calm the fuck down. It's cheese. Delicious, delicious, delicious. Let's take a walk, let's take, let's take a walk, let's take a walk. It's coffee talk, <laughs> it's coffee talk. Coffee, coffee, coffee talk. <laughs> Oh, Lord Jesus. Oh, and you know what? Let me just say to all of my very well-scholared Twitter people that are that, that work for Nielsen, let me just say the premiere, the ratings were not, you know, 10 million people like you thought. But it's okay. It was, it was moderately well ratings, but don't talk about everybody else and say, you know, oh, this shit's a flop because it's I, obviously, Atlanta's dropped in ratings. Obviously, and then it happens. But it's a di- it's a different damn day. Okay, not everybody's on the damn cable. Not everybody is watching on time. Not everybody is doing all that bullshit. I haven't watched shit on on live television in. I don't remember the last time I watched yes. live television. The last time I watched live television was Rihanna at the Super Bowl or in the Grammys. That was that was the last time I watched television live, live, live. Is yeah, when it's yeah, when it's something right. that when it's something that I need to watch live, I watch it live or wrestling. That's it. That's the only thing I watch live. Everything else, I'll watch it when I watch it. And I'm not defending Atlanta because this first half of the season, I really could have done without. But you know, I feel like Atlanta's finally picking up. Don't shit on it so damn much, okay? Because a lot of these shows have been lackluster for a, a long time. But I also find it very suspect, and I'm gonna say this till my, till my fucking eyes turn red. I find it very suspect that, that they always nitpick the black girl shows when it comes to ratings, but y'all, y'all are very quiet when it's the white girl shows that have low ratings, because Crappy Lake had low ratings, y'all didn't say a damn thing. Utah and wasn't about shit this past season. Utah barely cracked 800K. Well, you know, the black shows have to be twice as better to get half the recognition. Yep. Because <laughs> all there's that's the other thing people never consider is not only are people not watching these shows live, but how many people that watch OC and Beverly Hills watch Atlanta and Potomac. I you know, I always say as a Housewives fan, I find it very suspect when they say, Oh, I watch every franchise except Potomac and Atlanta. Why is that? I just can't get into it. Mm. I don't know. I just can't get into it. And too much hot sauce for that ass. Some too of, much some, and You know, it's so funny because like some people that I know, they wanted to come onto the show, but they have said that multiple times. I'm just like, Mm-mm. nope, nope. You're not coming on here if you have not watched the. At least the iconic Nini seasons, at least. I could say if you stop watching Atlanta in the last few years, I, I could say that. But to not have watched a single episode? 
Like, come on. And you know, Potomac is actually just too good. Potomac is ridiculously good. Potomac is, I often said in previous seasons, Potomac made up for the sins of Atlanta because it would always come after them and be so much better. Yeah. Like that bolo season, you know. I would say Atlanta, once Nene left, they had a big void to fill. And I don't think that they have found their foot. And granted, the pandemic did no franchise any favors. Like, I, I, I get that they were trying to give us content, but I wish that the whole, all the franchises as a whole took that gear off because they were very restricted. They couldn't do shit. They, like, I was just happy these bitches went to Portugal because, goddamn, all these motherfucking United States bus trips, field trips. Girl, I, ooh, ooh. I am so sick of a y'all. big void to fill. A big void to fill from Lanithia. Uh, you, you got you got Drew Sedora in that lace front from Party City. Come on now, obviously, she filled it. And sometimes I look you at Marlo. Already, you already know. And sometimes I look at Marlo and I'm like, did you really deserve a peach? Did you? Um, you know, it was interesting. Candy had um, Oliver Twist on her Speak On It show this Ooh. week. Oh, Oliver, Oliver Twist. He was on. He's on. Um, yes. Chasing Dallas. Wait, you watch Chasing Dallas? Chasing Dallas? Well, I know him from YouTube because he did the Top Model series during the pandemic. Okay. And he's also a rapper. Uh, he produces stuff for T.S. Madison. He's very yes. talented. Yeah, Oliver Twist was DMs, also like I'm his aunt. He's very sweet. He was also he got he got a start on this YouTube series called Chasing Atlanta and Chasing Dallas, which um, I still have yet to watch. <laughs> I know because there's so much shows to watch, but those shows are good. Now I will say, well, I'm gonna have audio, time to catch up. Ain't no writers, ain't no writers. I got girl, time. The but the audio on the first season was a little sus, but you know, hey, from from one content creator to another, you don't know how things are until somebody tells you. And they fixed it. And so, like, you know, the first season, you may have to turn your TV up really loud because it's kind of hard to hear the girls. But um, it's a really good show. And it's it's all black, all gay. And then the, the, they got in Los Angeles, they have trans girls on there and stuff, too. And, like, it's it's a really good, they got Chasing Atlanta, Chasing Dallas, and Chasing um, L.A. And T.S. Madison hosts the reunions. My friends are really Chasing L.A. Guess. Yeah, yeah. Who? My, my friend Andre's on chase was on chasing LA. Oh, I haven't. I need to catch up on that. Now that we ain't got no damn regular shows, I'm got so much time to fill now. But um, speaking of Atlanta, well, um, about Oliver, he was on her speak on it, and what uh-huh. he said to your point was, um, he felt like the editors were trying to give Marlo a soft edit and really make her look you know, like a victim or like she was, um, you know, redemptive. Uh And Candy seemed to agree with him. And he was making it known that a lot of viewers feel that way. Yeah, because I will say like the last, Marlo's first season as a peach holder, the first half I was like, okay, okay, you you have a heart, okay. But then when she kicked the boys out, I was like, hmm. Like you know, it, that was when I was like, okay, I feel like I feel like you've been duping us now, Marlo. 
there's the bitch that we know. There's the girl that that was like, you're a whore to Kim. Like, you know, like, and it's just like, Marlo, in my opinion, was better as a friend. Like, Marlo gives good TV. I'll, I'll give credit where credit is due. Marlo gives good TV, but it takes a lot more effort to be a full-time housewife. You have to be willing to give us more than just dates with this shift. Like, I need to know about your home life and everything like that, but authentically. And Marlo's given that. She did give us that last season. She's not given much, but you know what? You know what Marlo did? What? Rent a boyfriend. She made made Candy work for her check. True. You're right. Candy ain't doing shit. Okay. She's been absent. She's barely in the damn episode. She's in five minutes of every fucking episode. Well, she had the bubble guts this week. And I wish I would be on a flight all fucked up like that. Oh, when she said that that she had to be on the toilet and you know, vomit in the sink and then scoop it out with paper towels. Did you hear that siren? Yes, ma'am. Okay, see, me and Brianna, we both in that city life. Okay, that siren's all damn day. (laughs) I I don't even, you see, I don't even flinch. I'm just so used to it. I don't notice it. Everybody else be like, it's just another background. I I apologize, dear listener. I live in the urban jungle, if you will. The gentrified urban jungles of Williamsburg. I am in metropolitan downtown. It's very noisy. And I'm fine with it. And I'm in suburbia of Sacramento. Where they have coyotes. Not coyotes. (laughs) You know, I, I really enjoyed the... Was it a brunch? The brunch at the beginning of the episode. It felt very old school shit. It was very old school and I liked it and also too like I feel like it's weird because I can't stand the husbands on New Jersey but I do like when the husbands kind of come out to play in Atlanta. Because these are good looking people. Yes. And except for Ralph they don't really be in women's business. Nah. Have y'all ever heard of an apron line? It's my first time hearing of an apron line. What the fuck is an apron line? Why would well, anybody? I would say that I would say that he could probably make a good if he got in touch with Smart and Final or some restaurant industry to sell that <laughs> shit. No, 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 dead ass. I'm dead ass serious. Like, like if you like, or if if a housewife like say for instance, if, if someone on Married to Medicine came out with the Scrubs line, girl, them Scrubs, them nurses will be buying that shit. If they came out with the scrubs line, but the ladies of married to medicine, I think, have more name cachet than Ralph. Yeah, who is about true. to be divorced from the housewife. Mm. Did you buy the book? Did you buy the book? Not at all. Not at all. Did, did, you did he really parent the child? Did they release the book? That's the million dollar question. Was the book ever released? Or was it just a plot line? I don't think he can. He can't write no book. Who's typing it? He got a ghost typer because he can't do it. And now you up in Vegas doing the Chocolate City, girl. When she was when and Drew just said that with her whole chest at the table, and everybody at the table's like, "Girl, he dipping and doing it. He laying low and spreading it wide. He's fucking the choker." 
that brunch was key too because one it got the action started at the beginning of the episode Mm -hmm. but it also set up the drama with uh kenya seeing um, marlo dated roy when he Mm -hmm. facetimes her although she said she already knew it sonya it is sonya Trying to be the bone carrier with that later on. You said it to me, didn't you? <laughs> I said it to both of you. Because I don't, I keep I don't know, but Sanya or Sonya every week. Every Sonya. Sonya. <laughs> they say Sonya every week. And uh, also that Drew is upset because Sheree brought up her lawsuit, and Kenya doesn't like Courtney touching her. Kenny was doing. Kenny was annoying. She. Kenny was doing the most. I don't like Courtney like that, but. It was the way how she said it. I was like, girl, you you sit here talking like she got pestilence or something. Like, girl. We all start drinking. We talking shit. We're giggling. We're laughing. Okay. You get kind of touchy. You touch your person if we're all, you know, together just having a good vibe. Okay. Yeah. It wasn't like she was doing like a married to medicine. I am way too pretty for this, sweetheart. She wasn't doing all that. Okay. She wasn't touching on her titties. Okay. It was like a touch touch on the thigh, touch on the shoulder, something like that. Okay. Okay. And stop, Kenya. <sighs> Kenya's been working my nerves this season. I'm always on and off with her, and she's working my fucking nerves this entire season. Well, that, and then also, too, now, Kenya, that situation that she had with Marlo at the hotel in Alabama when her daughter was in the room, now her, her ex-husband was trying to use that in the custody battle for the daughter now. Now, see, I'll be And Kenya still has a divorce date coming up. Girl, they are dragging this shit out because they've been divorcing since before the pandemic. Bethany's divorce was like what? Ten years? Bethany's divorce was like seven years, something, something like that. What was he trying to do? Get them assets from Skinny Girl or something? Was that what was holding it up? I think so. So maybe Mark went to the Jason Hoppy School of Divorce. Girl. Um. Drew's going through it, okay? Girl, apparently these confessionals were recorded like as the marriage was dissolving. So when she's saying things in the confessional about, you know, wondering what he's doing and where he is, she really meant that shit. So if you got sued for $1,000... Like, I, I would just be like, Let me, here's your little $1,000, bitch, and stay the fuck away from me. I would have been like, here's your $1,000, here's the NDA, you got to sign this to get the $1,000, we're done, you can't talk about me no more, we're done. Boom. I don't want your grits no more, okay? But you're going to draw this shit out, and that's the, but like $1,000, like, that's not even a paycheck. Like, girl... You really are trying to draw this shit out. You're making it worse. Well, I guess that's what happens when you Regina could pay that. Regina could pay that. That's happened. Regina could pay that. Regina could pay that. No, what you say, Brianna? That's what happens when you live above your means for reality TV. Or fake ass Fendi. That's about about 80% of these girls. Yeah, but that's, it costs money to have a chef. And, you know, even if she's getting those fake labels, that's cost too. I think Candy and Heather are the only ones who have the real shit. 
Candy, Heather, and I Jenna. I think is real, and that's why hers isn't super extravagant. I, I, didn't see, I didn't see Jenna with a label yet. I saw regular. It looked. I'm sure their labels. Oh, Jenna's is real. Jenna's is real. Jenna's is real. Jenna's is real. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about the That's why there's no label. Bendy all over the shit. Louis all over the shit. Gucci all. You'll you know, probably like never see Jenna do that because she works in fashion. And you know all that gaudy shit is well, declassing, as Ramona was saying. One of the best Atlanta moments is between Cynthia and her friend Keith, and they're talking about the fashions and how you don't do the labels from head to toe. And I think it was a compliment that Sheree also gave Cynthia in South Africa, but that's true. Real people in fashion. They don't have to have the label. They just have the mm -mm. pieces and they have them tailored. And that's how you know. There it is. Boom. What did Buffy say? Wealth whispers, money jingle jangles. <laughs> <laughs> that's all my bank. <laughs> She's infertile. <laughs> Jackie's such a bitch. I love it. <laughs> Buffy, you're also infertile. <laughs> that shit. I was like, Chucky. Chucky. <laughs> and never wanted to take accountability for it. And Jackie was at that one dinner. She said, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Ooh, shit. Um, <laughs> do we want to uh, talk more about the lunch when they land or go into the dinner uh, in Portugal? Portugal. Oh, uh, Drew is a, an idiot who doesn't know basic geography. Girl. She's an idiot. South period. I went to idiot South period. Africa, but I've never been to Africa. Girl. Honey. Each one, teach one whole, please. I've been to West Los Angeles. I've never been to Los Angeles, so. Okay. I've been to Northern California, but I've never really been to the West Coast. <laughs> Girl, it's just. Where you been, Clinton? Where you been? Where you, where you gone? Where I've been? I've been to. Um, I've been to, to West Hollywood, but I've never been to Hollywood. In eighth grade, we went on a trip to DC, but I've never been to the East Coast. I don't go there. <laughs> 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 oh my goodness. Um, oh, sweet so Jesus. What, is, what is the consensus on the She by Sheree and whether these bitches got some of that bullshit? Okay, because they willed at that old cheap ass shit, or I'm sorry, expensive ass shit at the reunion last year. And they all said they didn't get no shit, or except for a couple people. Um, I think that they had to make a dash for it. I feel like PAs probably got some stuff. I feel like Marlo, you know, is crafty and knows how to steal, so she made sure she had hers. <laughs> Andrew was probably the last one. Because uh, her home, uh, 
Miss Sonya said she didn't get shit. And both Candy and Kenya did say that they were told to return some things, but it didn't sound like they did. I mean, they everybody needs a, needs a wash rag. Everybody needs to write some shit down with something. Okay. I just need to say something about these women, generally housewives. Mm-hmm. As someone who travels, who has a passport that's well-worn, if you go to a country where English is not the first language, learn how to say basic things. Paso yeah. tomar uma dos de tequila. Google Translate does wonders. That way you make sure you get shots and not full <laughs> tequila sodas for the table. It is not, not that hard. Sodas. Okay. Full ass tequila sodas. But I, I, yeah, and you're damn right. I'm still going to drink it. Okay. Oh, shit. Hell yeah. I'll drink that shit. <laughs> I don't care about the sugar, Marlo. Shit. Um, Brianna, let me ask you, do, do you think uh, Kenyans and, I was going to say soy, Roy are real? Not at all. Thank you. No. Mm-hmm. I think um, I think Roy is just trying to cross-bemote his dry-ass salads. And, uh, 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 wait, have you had his salads before? I haven't. I'm just looking at what I saw on TV. Yes, it was dry. It looked dry and it didn't look like it had enough dressing with it. Uh, it didn't look like the kale had been massaged at all. Mm-hmm. So no, I don't think they're real, but I also, you know, I think that it's common for housewives to hire companions, especially Kenya. Well, her first season, season five, okay, she paid the Walter. basic fee and got Walter, okay. The house plant with ears. She paid two more dollars and got the next one who's breaking windows and shit, okay? Matt. Yes, and you pay $11, you have Roy, okay, good looking, but not there. Delivering salads, okay. I can be cute and deliver a salad too, shit. I'll go up in there and take a $200 check. (laughs) (laughs) You gonna be straight for pay. I've been, yeah. <laughs> 2002. <laughs> Was that the night of your prom? Two, that, this, uh, this is after prom, but <laughs> I wish I got paid for prom shit. <laughs> I, got, I, got handled. I got handled in that bitch. Okay? <laughs> I, they charged me extra when I returned that motherfucking suit. <laughs> buttons worn the fuck out. Buttons just on the floor. I couldn't believe it. Did she? <laughs> you Monica Lewinsky on on your gown? No, she threw me on the bed and she ripped open my vest and the buttons flew the fuck off. Okay, that's that bitch. I rented this from Mission Viejo Mall, ho. <laughs> Okay, I have movie theater money. I don't have no goddamn money. I made two hundred dollars every two weeks at the movie theater. Uh, I'm gonna age myself. Okay, my 
First, my first real job, minimum wage was $6, okay? So, I wasn't getting yeah, shit. Yeah, mine was at least for 8 Yeah, I made $8 on my first job. But I couldn't, I was on a school permit, or so as Sheree would say, a permit, okay? And um, I couldn't work full-time hours. It was like 20 hours. That's all I could do. Yeah, yeah. I was a a deli girl from ages fifteen to eighteen. Oh, like were you working the the slicer? Yes, I can still dismantle a slicer. I worked at a fine foods market around the corner from my high school in Berkeley. Damn, you still have all your fingers. I do, but I definitely sliced some tips off at some point. Oh Oh, shit! Yeah, it happens. But um, I didn't spice that sandwich. Look, but yeah, I, I still know how to um, put it together, take it apart. I would love to have a slicer for my house, but that's, that's neither here nor there. The girls are at dinner, the girls are chatting, and then the girls start fighting. And I feel like Sheree was trying to teach Drew a lesson by bringing up her shit, but... These healing journeys on Housewives are never about healing. healing. Okay, okay, healing. Whitney, Whitney, healing. Whitney, uh, Whitney Rose. <laughs> but Drew, Drew kind of, Drew kind of read a little bit when she said, "How are you gonna have a healing journey when you ain't even healed yourself?" I was like, "Ooh, I- I'll give you that. I'll give you. I'll give you that one point, Drew. I still don't like you, but I'll give you that one point." I give her shit. I don't like her either, but I do think she tried to come to Sheree very maturely, and you mm-hmm. can tell that she's been in therapy from the language she's using. Mm-hmm. I think Sheree is just someone who always has to win an argument. And because of that, she doesn't listen. She always wants to go back to the point of what it was before and what she said. How can Sheree win an argument when she barely speaks English? <laughs> barely. That must That's be her funny. third language. <laughs> I was watching season one, episode one of Atlanta last night. I was, if I'm really like in like a depressed mood, I'll put on like a first episode of a random franchise. And I was like, Sheree don't even talk like that anymore. Now she was really cosplaying a bougie rich woman. It was very reserved and refined. And we are the most elite of Atlanta. Very like controlled. Through Georgia's social light. I like things that are elegant. I like all the events. I like all things that the are, I like things that are elegant and sophisticated, just like me. And sophisticated, like just me. me. That hard ass ponytail. Ooh, mm-hmm. you know, but her her hair used to be laid back in the day. But she, I don't know. She switched stylists because these wigs are fucked up. Girl, and her, whoever did her surgery got her out here looking like Natalie Nunn. Her face looks very puffy. I wonder if it's filler. Like maybe she got two syringes in her cheek, each cheek instead of one. And that's why it's maybe a little more, or maybe she did two and a half. It's just very... But like. I also feel like she did it midway through because, like, the confessionals on the beginning of the season, her face didn't look like that. But I also, 
but I also know they record profess they record confessionals during and post. And I feel like this must I have been a post. This was probably post. Yeah. Yeah. Because we did again, Candy confirmed by saying that what Drew recorded was after. Yeah. So it looks like this was probably after Sheree got her new face. Which Sheree was not ugly. I'm like, girl, your face actually looked better before. I can give now, compliments to black women, yeah. Rasan. Excuse me? I heard I heard I heard you. I didn't say anything about no black woman. I'm just saying here it is. Well, she's not ugly. She's not an ugly woman. I could I, I could have a penny for every time that said I I swear I could retire right now. What off of a dollar? Say what now? You're gonna retire off of a dollar? You said if you have a penny. I got at, at least I got at least thirty thousand dollars. We haven't had that many shows, beloved. You said it numerous times. You said you said like seven times per show. Well, I'm gonna interrupt you guys before we move on from Atlanta <laughs> to mm-hmm. say that we do have to give focus to boring Sonia for being the bone carrier because she is determined to make some beef between Kenya and Marlo. And she also brought Marlo her uh, rack for her clothes, you know, Mm. to borrow a phrase from a show that we're gonna cover up and coming she should file a change of address form to Marlo's ass because that's where she lives. Is Sonya really pregnant? That's what she said. That should be in the contract. Refrain from pregnancy. <laughs> I'm tired of it. <laughs> I, I don't I don't like seeing mm. pregnancy scenes. I get that it's real housewives, real in your life, but you know, I don't need to see extra babies coming along. I'm good. Save it for off off season. But now it got me thinking. She didn't look pregnant on that after show. Who? who? Sonya. Oh, oh, the after the after. Okay, the after show. She didn't look pregnant on there. And this was filmed last year. I'm trying to do the math in my head. I don't really follow her on social media. I just honestly, I just hope and pray that nothing bad happened. Cause I don't wish that I don't wish it on my on my biggest enemy to go through something. I mean, that, I, the thing the thing is, these thirsty ass bloggers and websites, even a low as a celebrity as Sonya is, they would still say so and so is pregnant or so and so had a miscarriage if anything happened. Mm-hmm. So I don't think if something happened, I don't think anything happened. Well, we know we'll find out at the reunion. Mm-hmm. Because once we see the, the reunion dress pictures, we'll see. It's only her sex. Only her, listen, the only person I even cared about a pregnancy was Jacqueline Lorita, because she was the first bitch to get pregnant on this shit. Well, I thought Teresa was. Jacqueline was, pre- was pregnant already, and then Teresa was also pregnant. Mm-hmm. That's right, because Jacqueline had that baby for the second season, her son. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Who's a grown-ass man now. Ain't that some shit? By the way, Jacqueline's daughter pulled out Danielle Staub's track after Teresa and Jacqueline chased her around the posh fashion show. <laughs> 
but the white girls don't fight like that. It's, okay. it's, it's, it's just Jersey. That's Jersey. That's Jersey. It's just Jersey. Okay. It's Jersey. It's coffee talk. But y'all, but y'all, but y'all go up for that though. But heaven forbid, a sister nucks some bucks, then we got a problem. Shit. Okay. Assist anybody with a weave coughs, then it's a problem. Mm-hmm. Damn. Okay. And by the way, let me just go back real quick. I forgot to say about Bryn Whitfield. I get Jen Shaw vibes from her. You think some shit's gonna come out? I think everybody who loves her is gonna be surprised and see some shit and be like, oh, she's not that great. I'm not gonna build her up. Damn. We shall see. We've got time. It's time. We got time. Plenty of time. Plenty. Of opinion. Is that your OC voice? Orange County. Orange County. I miss Noella. No, I. This is what pissed me off about Heather because I feel like she fucked that shit up. But I enjoyed Noella. Okay, she was ridiculous. She was. Could you imagine Noella and Tamara on the same cast? And Noella was talking mad shit about Tamara. Tamara didn't. Tamara called her an idiot or something. Okay, on the podcast, whatever that shit aired. Okay, mm-hmm. so I I would have loved it. Okay, I would have loved. I it. loved Noella. I really did. I thought she was there to fuck shit up. I loved it. The first and only black housewife in Orange County. I see Sweet James uh, billboards every, all the time, all the time. <laughs> That was when I was in LA. I was looking for them because it was when the season was airing. I was like, look, that's him. That's They're him. everywhere. While he was out of the country hiding. In Puerto Rico with the whole damn family. <laughs> Speaking of a whole damn family, let me tell you something right now. I love how I see the foreshadowing between John and Shannon's breakup because I, yeah. I can already you might as well get into Orange County right now. Girl. Who, who, who are we going to go to? Orange County. Okay. Orange County. I, um, I got to say, I love Shannon Bedore, and I really relate to how she just suddenly gets overwhelmed with things. Same. Um, yeah. I love her. I really do. But y'all are not both neurotic. Well, Brianna, you're not neurotic. But I I can relate to it. I'm only saying Clifton. I'm only saying Clifton that you get in your head. That's all I'm saying. Okay. That's all I'm saying. I I think if you are one of those persons that's you know prone to rumination, you have to constantly work to not get in your head. And that's why I relate to Shannon because I understand it. Um, I also love a good tequila soda. So. Yeah, I like Shannon. What friendship don't have where all the shit spills out every time you open that motherfucker? A bachelor fridge. A broke down one. Was the shelf broken? I didn't. I don't. I I didn't get it. (laughs) I think it was broken. Oh, okay. I think it was broken. I also don't think he's very nice to Shannon. No, he isn't. And I feel like Shannon is just staying because she feels like she probably can't get nothing else. 
I think so. And I don't think she wants, you know, she doesn't want to go through another breakup after everything with David. He was awful. Oh, but then... And that that shows a lot of character for her to be so worried about the girls reaching out to their dad. Like, because my ass would have been like... (laughs) You know? But she was like, call your dad. He took everything and left us to be with a whore from the beach. And you sitting here talking about call your dad, girl? Listen, I feel what you just said about Shannon basically settling for John, even though he's kind of not even fucking with her like that. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's that's one of the reasons why I am fully embracing that I'm probably going to be single for eternity because I I don't th- I'm not going to be sixty something, almost sixty, and be like you know what these these motherfuckers going to just be lined up for me because I know they're not. So <laughs> I'm not even going to be tripping on it. It's fine. It's ghetto out there in these single streets. And yeah. it's just like, ugh. Like the, the that message that I posted when the guy called me, a, uh, he said, I'm going to read it. Because when, so when he a beat, a bit, I love a black beefy dad. He said, hot. And then he, he, he typed in a drooly emoji and a, and a heart what was emoji. Hot? What was hot? Would you he, put it was hot? I didn't. I didn't send him nothing because so when you respond on, <laughs> when you respond on these apps, like when you message people, you could go through their their picture thingy, and you could respond to a picture, and he just responded to a picture. He said hot, and he said, "Can I see that body? Love beefy black dads." And I'm just like, you got some kids. No, I ain't got no goddamn kids. But this this person that sent me this, he was twenty four, and I was like, twenty four. We like, doing this? What we doing? This what we doing now? Girl, I was like, I would think okay. that. If, I would if, think if that. If you like it, I love it. If you like no, it, I love absolutely it. Absolutely not, baby. I'm not. This ain't <laughs> the babysitters club. I'm not doing that shit. If you were not at least a teenager. When 9-11 happened, I'm not touching you. If you were not at least 14 years old in 2001, I'm not touching you. You know... Hold on, I'm just doing some quick math. (laughs) I was doing shit. I was 17 when that went... Okay, yeah, okay. okay. I was... How old was I? I was 2001... You were also 17. No, baby. Oh, I was, I was, I was, I was an 18 year old freshman in college. I was born at 85. So 95, 96, 97, 98, 2000. I was 16. Yeah. So, like, if you, if you were not in high school the same time I was in high school, I can't. Mm-mm. Nope. No, no, no. I can say that I slept with someone who was 11 during September 11. Okay. Yeah, but that means that, but that he means was they were, born they were, in 1990. I could, I could dip in the 90s. I could do like early 90s. I could do that. I could do that. 
I could do like the the latest I go is like 94. 94, 95. That's yeah. the latest I go. Cause I mean like because you you were around for our pop culture references, but you may not have been able to like dip it and do it when we started dipping and doing it. But you but you at least were around for like, you know, that's so raven and things like that. Like if I were to say you're nasty, you would know it. Whereas this motherfucker was barely walking. And if I said about who, who's that? Who's TLC? Who? What's Aaliyah? Get away from me. If I am equal opportunity wealthy, mm. if I will, if you're a 19 year old, you got a billion dollars. Okay, I'll be right there. Okay. Oh mm. yeah, I'll be there in a minute. Chicken's so good. Chicken's so good. Mm. Ooh, chicken's so good. Mm, chicken's so good. I'll be on that TikTok. All that bullshit. Oh that my god. Okay. okay. I know. I know we're. Drifting. I don't know what that bitch is talking. I about. know we're drifting off topic, but it was that yeah, moment. Talk it. Talk it. Shut up, bitch. It was that moment when I saw that video of that girl, yummy, 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 mm. yummy. Mm. Give it to me. Ooh, so good. Ooh, chili, so good. When I Ooh. saw that shit, I was like, this is how I know I'm old. This is how I know I'm old because I don't get it. I don't get the appeal of it. But if you like it, I love it. But I'm, I'm not. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm barely getting in them hoes running down the street in a chicken linen cinnamon. I don't care. <laughs> I'm barely understanding that bullshit. Okay, baby, we're I don't old. Get it. I miss when I miss when rappers sounded different. I miss when they all had a different style, a different flow. They all sound the same now. <sighs> but back to Orange County. Um, Regina, we're getting set up for drama. Yes, we are. Um, this boat ride. Uh, uh, really quick. Uh huh. Emily. I know you. I know you like Emily. You say she's moving shit along, but you know Emily, get something better than Annabelle because this is not it. I don't want to see her. Me either. And I'm tired of hearing about your mother. And that wasn't even shit to cry about. Some old, old ass pictures. I don't. I've never looked at old ass pictures started crying ever. And ever. I don't. Just because you have a bowl cut, you still got to wash your hair. When 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 do you not wash hair? That I was, think she I just means that I'll, her I'll mom didn't wash her hair every day like white people do. I'm sure her mom probably washed her hair once a week, which I'm is regular them legs. Them, them for a lot legs, of black sure people. Like, them legs are like sandpaper. I don't think Emily had a horrible childhood. I think she had a father who left them and a mother who worked really hard to take care of them, and she's taking everything out on her and not her father. And didn't have no Johnson Johnson? to wash that shit. <laughs> Some Johnson for kids in the fish bottle. Tear free. <laughs> Some, Some lustrous oil at least. Not oil, oil, as my mother said, oil. <laughs> or the one with the horse on the bottle. Mane and tail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or get some Neutrogena T-Gel shampoo. Gina needs to get some business if she's going to do all this damn shit and all this yelling and shit. It's getting really old, Gina. Regina can kiss my ass, really. That that spot should have been Noella. 
Yeah, I don't think Gina should have had a peach this season. Not a peach. Uh, what are they, oranges. Orange. She shouldn't have had an orange this season. I was hoping they wouldn't have her back. Um, I don't think she really, both she and Emily have boring home lives. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that Gina really brings a lot to the table. I think it'll be interesting to see what happens now that they seem to be ganging up on Heather. She brings crackhead. She's allegedly California sober, but in her confessionals, it's crackhead. She's always bug-eyed and smiling. She does not blink. She looks ridiculous. Okay? And she's all she has to do, all she has is talking shit on Heather, who's living her rich-ass life and not giving a fuck about you. Okay, which I would be doing as well. What is this gang up on Heather, though? I mean, granted, yes, what she said was a little tone deaf, but girl. Well, I think it's all about the numbers. And what we're seeing right now is that at this point in the season, we're at episode seven, we're almost, we're kind of at the halfway point. We see the alliances really forming. Tamara has shown us that she is against Jen. <clears throat> Gina does not like Tamara. She's pissed at Heather. Emily is her friend. They're going to link up. And that's why Gina went to go apologize to Jen at her yoga studio. Mm -hmm. Because she wanted more numbers. Mm. Shannon is just kind of doing her own thing. I'm, I'm, I'm really upset they brought their sister into this bullshit. They could have left her. She could have stayed at home. Lauren Lim Johnson. <laughs> who was way too happy to be in the gig. Girl, also, you, could, you, could, you could tell she was so happy to be on there. Also, I don't even think we need Taylor, to be honest. At mm -hmm. all. Taylor just can't fix her mouth to eat right. Because even Taylor though she was eating, shit, okay? it looks like the cotton candy. We all know the <laughs> cotton candy. Yeah, it's too but much. But it was still... Mm -mm. The it's cotton like candy, she, look, she looks like that, the, the pink dinosaur on Mario, okay? Birdo. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and... Taylor's too old to have tracks just sitting there like that. It's so bad. Fucked up. I thought it was funny when Heather told Tamara to watch her weave during the flambe. <laughs> I just thought Heather was probably just having to make it to the goddamn dinner for once. You know, but everything that Heather does is because she's a mom. Because she's a mother. She's got things to do. She's a mother. As a mother. As a mother. Can it come to my mother? As a mother, you can't drive down to Nobu. You got to take a boat to get to Nobu. Okay? <laughs> I think I think, I think. think Bravo knew that that uh, Barbie was coming out this week and said, get the, get the pink, pink, get that, that pink shit. Okay? Mm -hmm. Put them holding that pink shit for the Barbie. It's coming out. Okay. <laughs> but to quote Kevin J. Proxy, this is what I like to see. This is what I want to see. I want to see the action start early. Unnecessary shit that's 
expensive. I love it. I want to see expensive, extravagant shit for no reason. And I want to see the drama pop off in the and episode. And all of them were in the that boat, minutes. uncomfortable and tacky. I loved it. Drinks spilling and shit. Now, Tamara, I would say this. Love her or hate her, she knows what she's doing. She knows Before- exactly. Exactly what she's doing. What you finna say? I have a really, really, really quick question, mm-hmm. Rihanna. As a, as a female perspective that knows fashion, are these chunky heels really the thing right now? No, no. Because I don't, um, I don't like them. I don't like to see them, but it's I don't. It's not me. <laughs> I actually wrote in a note that Lisa Rinna is wearing, uh, or that Gina is wearing the same tacky shoes that Lisa Rinna loves and I believe they're Versace um, but they're not really what I'm seeing a lot even when I see the girls out Um, I think that they're one of those you know label associated designs that you wear so people know you're wearing it I love a thin heel I think it looks sexy chunky is not like a stiletto yes I do yes I do yeah Absolutely. Yeah, I think it I makes think your legs look for better. a very specific look. Like if you're doing something that harkens to the 70s or late 60s mod, yeah, you would do that. Not with what Gina was wearing. Mm-mm. But Gina has no taste. There's a big difference between Long Island and New York City. Oh, she's. I forgot she's long. She's not Staten. I forget. She's, she's Long not. Island. Okay. So uh, what do we think about uh, the ultimate uh, showdown? I think think Jen's a motherfucking fool. Because if you throw throw a motherfucking dandelion in my face, I'm going to beat your ass. She she threw that napkin hard, too. It wasn't like a soft (laughs) throw. It was like a... You see her head through fell back? Like, like, it was like, she threw that shit like it was, like she was playing softball. I was like, oh... And then, like the Her fact that she flew back like Margaret when the the ponytail was pulled, okay? She <laughs> threw that shit like a nerf to her motherfucking face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and all Jen with two ends did was sit there and say, "She should watch herself." All because she said she should watch, watch herself. herself. Okay, ridiculous, girl. I I would have got up and and pulled her ass down. An ponytail like Danielle Saab did Margaret, I would have just, I, I would have got my lip back some way somehow. You ain't leaving here without shit on you. <laughs> I know that's right, because that was that was just so. I mean, she didn't even get up, and what made it worse is that after Tamara threw the napkin in her face, she got up and got in her face. Mm-hmm. Brianna, so you're having a heated conversation with a so-called friend or frenemy, and it gets a little heated, and the bitch throws a napkin in your face. What's happening? I'll I probably slap out. her. I'll probably rip it off and slap the shit out of her. <laughs> I would just hear Miss Olympia Dukakis as Clary from Still Magnolia saying, go ahead, slap her. <laughs> Because had it been me, I 
I'm very, usually very, 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 very calm. But if I'm provoked, and especially if you take try to take action upon me, I'm going to go a step higher. She's going to throw the napkin. I'm going to throw my, that plate back. Let me tell you something. We yeah, all would have yeah. got kicked out of Nobu Absolutely. that day. <laughs> I would have been Nobu for no forever. Okay. No, it would have been Basketball Wives LA episode one, season one with Malaysia and Gloria and that motherfucker. And Heather Dubrow would have been would have been um Tanya just sitting there eating. Drinking that champagne, champs, mm-hmm. champs. Okay. Yeah, that was that whole conversation leading up to that moment was super aggressive too, mm-hmm. because Tamara was doing the putting most herself in a position to try to apologize. I was saying, I was so pissed off, I was so upset, and I just I don't think he'll be loyal to you. And why do you, you know, care so much? Shit. And it's like the thing about it is, girl, if you cared this much, you would have pulled her to the side and said it to her off camera. If you if you genuinely care, honestly, you're playing the role. You're playing producer. Mm-hmm. Because if you really genuinely care, you would have told this lady a long time ago. With Brandy doing too much getting up in Eileen's ass? About that cheatation? Everything yes, Brandy does is too much. I mean, Brandy did take it to many different levels, but Tamara's... She's screaming in the bitch's face at the damn table. I'm like, you're two feet away from her. You're right Why there. Tamara is trying to make sure she doesn't get put on pause again. I mean, as we've seen, I mean, Sheree don't even get Sheree's a three-timer, okay? We don't have any three-timers coming back, okay? But Sheree don't really even get that loud because we know Sheree gonna call Pookie and them and beat that ass. She's like, what you gonna do? But, what, you, what you gonna do? But t- the script, here, here's the thing. We talked last week, Clifton, about Housewives we flipped on. Mm-hmm. I forgot to mention, I flipped on Teresa. I loved Teresa up to season two. Okay. Oh, I watched season one of Jersey when, and I was like, this woman, I like this woman. What? When so when yeah. Melissa and Kathy brought their asses on there, I was like, she just, even though I don't care that much for Melissa or Kathy, Teresa just acted the did the most and she's screaming at people. I'm like, and at that time I got older and a bit more mature and seeing mm-hmm. that, you know, I don't need to do all this to make a point. And so I was just like, all the yelling, goddammit, I don't have time for that. I don't like it. I don't, I'm not a yeller, I don't project. Yeah. She wasn't the sweet lady making sauce in her driveway with her parents and her kids anymore. The period sauce. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, wait, wait till you see season two, Teresa. And wait till you see how Melissa and Joe behave season two, Clifton. Oh, I I watched it all. I watched, I watched. Oh, you're just rewatching it. I was just, like like I said, when when I'm depressed, I will put on a random franchise and watch the first episode. But no, I watched it all. I know, I know how the story goes down. Like when the pandemic started, I did that same thing with the reunions. By the way, yeah, when the pandemic started, I've watched Jersey from March 2020. I watched it all that whole summer, and I finished it. Got all the way caught up by the end of summer. Every episode. 
It was. It felt like you did a bid, didn't it? It did because yeah. like I was unemployed at that time too, so I really had nothing else to do and nowhere to go. My daughters. If you want to be somebody and you want to go somewhere, you need to wake up and pay attention. Okay. Attention. <laughs> um, so next week, Vicky comes back. Oh, I do want to, uh, before we go into the previews, mm-hmm. uh, Shannon got her full circle with us seeing that David got divorced on the show. Mm-hmm. And she had a really beautiful moment that I love for her when we remember that we saw them go to therapy. Mm-hmm. And how horrible he was. Yeah. Yeah. And also shout out to Shannon for running in them heels to go get Tamara. Mm-hmm. Again. Okay. <laughs> Again. Okay. <laughs> Again. Um, and then them getting drinks with that, that guy at the bar. The guy was married. She was like, two for the snatch. And he was like, she's married. <laughs> can, we bring, can we bring back Emily real we quick? We did have her Xanax, though. Uh-huh. Can we bring it back to Emily? Yeah, what about her? Do you think that Emily was justified doing the most at the nail salon and doing the most at the dinner table? Because she was yelling a lot. Well, I think at she her. didn't make it to Montana, so she's probably trying to work hard for not being there. Because mm-hmm. she was really at the center of all the drama this episode. And My, th- my thing is, I, underst- I understand that completely. you know, got to put in your time, but why are you coming so abrasive? Shit. I know Heather's horrible, like all these bitches are horrible, but why are you coming so damn hard? Shit. Like she's going in on the motherfucker. Because she's the richest. And she's mad, okay? Yeah. Listen, Heather's in what, Dana Point or something like that? Okay, some shit like that. And Heather lives in a mall. Heather lives in the damn plaza. <laughs> She's right there next to the Togos. Next named after her dog. Not okay. the Togos. Okay, quick no, Arby's, something like that. It, Heather would not be kind yeah. no damn Arby's. The Trace Amigas do make a return next week. I think How do I, we feel? I think I feel like I would rather have Vicky than than um Taylor. Yeah, I agree. It makes more sense. Um, I wonder what she's going to bring. She seemed a little bit calm on the trailer, but you know, trailers don't really give you that much. But Vicky seemed very like compared to everybody else acting up at the table. Vicky was very like that that instinct when she was just sitting at the table. She's like, <laughs> like. If I die, I want them to know that she died sad. That was that was what she said on Girls Trip in the Berkshires. I remember oh that. Gosh. <laughs> I want them I'm, to know she died sad. I'm curious I'm to still see how this. I'm so upset. Hmm. Go ahead, baby. I'm still I'm still upset with Emily because I feel like and Regina because honestly. They both known Heather for one damn season, which is basically a year since the last one. And 
they're acting like they know Heather so damn well to be doing all this shit and say that Heather's not paying it or doing anything. I know Heather, we, we've been known that Heather's pretentious. We've been known that Heather's snooty. We've been known that Heather's a ditty. We've been known that. Okay, why don't they know that? I know that Heather's, you know, off tune or not always seeing, you know, eye to eye with the low people like us, okay? But guess what? It's, she's doing her thing. She ain't gotta fucking always see the low people at all times. Shit. Okay, and I don't, I, don't appreciate that I'm, I don't appreciate that I'm defending Heather, and I don't appreciate it, but you know what? I just don't like Regina and Emily like that. They're doing Yeah, the they're doing the most. I feel like Regina and Emily are really just trying hard to secure the orange. Um, I will say, if this reboot of Roni does well, I feel like a lot of the girls are going to really start trying to cut up or do the most to secure their oranges, their peaches, their spaghetti, their snowflake, their whatever see whatever city their shit holds. Um, but as a viewer, I can tell when somebody's clocking into work and I can tell when they're just doing whatever that needs to be done. There's a difference. And Emily and Gina, I feel like they're trying to clock in and okay, let's secure this. And it's just it's not it's not it. There's a difference between clocking in and then doing five hours of overtime for no damn reason. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because Emily and Regina, they're not producers. Mm-hmm. They're not that much seasoned. I still find them relatively new. Okay. I know they've been there, what, four or five seasons, whatever. Mm-hmm. I still find them new. But I would not, even if they were six or seven seasons, I don't find them as producers. I find them just as boring bitches that are on the show okay that don't give me anything except their stupid ass spouses or partner and his goddamn kids that's all i see you're not giving me anything at all regina especially you regina have so much damn interest in jen's fucking bullshit okay and a dick pic and a goddamn whatever he's doing and you know what Where's your man's dick pic? What are, what are you doing? And why are you expunging this old stupid ass man's record? Get a do something. Do something. What's your status at the bank? What's your status at the bank? Okay. Are you, you can probably go into the store and steal, bitch, with that orange eyeshadow. I can't, I don't like it. Um go ahead, Brianna, what was you finna say? Um, so to wrap things up. Uh, I was going to talk about Bethany, but uh, it's getting late, whatever. Um, Bethany and Jill. Oh, yeah. Bethany and did the Bethany and Jill thing. Did you listen to it all? Or you said you listened to like a little bit of it or? I listened to a little bit of it. And she mm. kept calling Allie into the room. And mm. Bethany was getting really annoyed with it. Allie for what? What's Allie doing? I guess uh, Jill needed Allie to back her up on what she was saying. And Bethany kept saying, oh, my God, you don't need Allie to come in here every time. I hear you. I hear you. You can just talk to me. Allie, you don't have to keep coming in here. That would annoy me. We don't bring the kids into it. (laughs) What's notable is that they promoted their podcast episode right after the Roni reboot aired. 
mm-hmm. as their first solo meeting together. It ain't slick. It ain't slick. And um, apparently Jill didn't know there was going to be a photo shoot and she had to borrow a dress from Bethany's closet. She should have borrowed some toes. You see them feet? Them toes were saluting, okay? Her toes and were a- doing... Her toes were doing the motherfucking gang signs. Her toes were doing crisscross. Her toes were doing OnlyFans calligraphy. Okay. <laughs> Not calligraphy. And um, just uh, what we didn't touch on mm-hmm. very quickly, there was some news with Erica Jane. She had a taped interview Mm-hmm. with the victims and some family members of the alleged victims of Tom, who you'll remember his house was broken into and he confronted the burglar and then had to have eye surgery. And then her son had to go over and help him. And then her son, his card rolled five times on the way home. So uh, while Tom is in convalescence as they determine whether or not he's mentally sound, Erica met with these people and had an interview. And of course, no sincere moment is complete without a step and repeat. So she also had an appeal over the $750,000 earrings. Technically, she didn't win. It was just dismissed so that the attorney could come back with more evidence that the earrings belong to the estate and not Erica, the individual. And if they can prove that it belongs to the estate, it will be liquidated to go to the uh, widows and orphans. Girl, just get the goddamn earrings up. Just give it up. She's not going to do it. She's going to say, these earrings belong to me. And because, you know, my my husband gave them to me, they're mine. You know, there are no victims. I can't talk about that. Side it. Side it. it. It seems like it's, um, did either of you see the documentary? The housewife and the, so one of the women, the woman whose son was uh, hurt in the gas explosion in the Bay Area, she's the woman standing closest to her in the pictures. Mm. So it's, it's really interesting how this looks on both sides. Hmm. You know, I'm very interested to see what happens because, you know, one of us on the line, you know, is- No, 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 no. Did I say anything? Okay. Did I say hold anything? On. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We hold know on. it's not me. One of us on the line said, you know, Erica's going to be the bomb this next season. And, you know, I'm, I really am going to come back to her because she's the one. That's what was said. And it's okay. You are, I, everybody is free to form their opinions on these hoes. And I am fine with it because I'm going to proudly and gladly have something to say. Okay. I thought you were going to say something else. My bad. My like, bad. Like what? What I typed in the chat. Um, but anyways, <laughs> don't read it out loud. Anyways. Um, Why would I even talk about that? Where that where that come from? <laughs> I don't know. I will say the sky is blue. You're going to say, you don't talk about my business. You are so damn paranoid. It's ridiculous. I know. Damn. The ethics department is motherfucking on fire in this hoe. Mm-hmm. She'll fire me then. Fire me. Give me my check. Who fire who? Because shit, I can't say shit without you be like trying to correct me. 
and stop me. It's okay because somebody will say I sound sleepy anyway. So, <laughs> oh, you too. <laughs> I love you, girl. Yeah. I'll just, I'll just be messy. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't have you any other way. Y'all, Clef- Clifton restricts me from saying a goddamn thing on here because he don't. He thinks I'm just gonna be saying everything. Anyways, thank exactly. y'all for listening this week true. to our messy show. It's we'll be truth. back next week. And it's the truth. And it is the truth. We love y'all. And thank y'all for listening. <laughs> Bye. Good night. Mm-hmm.